0: Ch-ch-ch-changes Turn and face the strange ch changes You wanna be a richer man Ch-ch-ch-ch-changes Turn and face the strange Ch-ch-ch-changes There's gonna have to be a different man Thou yeah, may I'm finding change me questions ahead of time
1: Well, that's what I kind of asked for you last week but...
0: I work off the fly, bitch!
1: Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> All
0: right, welcome
1: to the Riot Quadcast episode twelve. Twelve, buddy. Ooh.
0: Look at that. It's like ten plus two.
1: We're, we're a we're a preteen of episodes. Record setting. Yeah. Well, again, with the record. Continued
0: every, record setting every episode twelve.
1: Episode. All right. Well, my name is Ed the Zombie and I'm joined by my host. Uh my co host, sorry. Uh, Zero go. Cool. How's it going, buddy?
0: Very well. You called me a host, and I've been watching Westworld. So that kind of freaked me out a little bit.
1: I have yet to watch an episode of that.
0: Oh, you're fucking up. We stopped watching Walking Dead. All we watch on Sundays now is Westworld and uh, Planet Earth.
1: Yeah, you know what? Um, I just, I just I haven't, I just haven't checked it out yet. I mean, I, I know I'm fucking up. It's, it's my bad.
0: You just binge watch it. It's fine. So it's take a weekend.
1: It's been a, a crazy, crazy couple of weeks, man. I don't yeah. I mean as a Galaxy fan it's it's probably been the most crazy off season I think we've had in a long time.
0: Uh what since Beckham
1: had to be right? Like the, the just the sheer amount of uh uncertainty.
0: A lot is changing. Yeah. There's it's we're we are I think definitively going to look very different for next year uh mm-hmm. than we were this year and we talked about that last week. Uh there appears to be a lot of turnover uh at a minimum now. Two designated player spots going to be open. Seems highly unlikely that we lose Geo in the offseason. But uh, at least two new big money signings coming in. And it at least looks like a new coach.
1: Yeah, oh, well, you know, we we haven't talked about... Well, I mean, we last time we spoke, um, Keen has officially left the team or is not mm-hmm. re-signing. Um, yeah. We'll get to that on our uh, next week's episode. So, uh, yeah. Wait unless for something that. else happens. Yeah, unless something else happens. Because <laughs> originally we planned on having it this
0: week. Yeah, today was supposed to be the Robbie Keane kind today of- Today
1: was going to be the Robbie Keane celebratory episode. Yeah. Just, you know, the homage to Robbie and everything Robbie and how much, you know, we've, we've loved him in the last couple years and how much he's been the best signing in MLS history.
0: And even my more recent issues with him.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean- We'll get, to, we'll get into that next week. But an overall
0: recap. We're, yeah, we are eventually going to get to Robbie. We're kind of on the cusp of, I would say, some bigger news, Yeah. Uh, which is kind of pushing Robbie's episode back a little bit. Um, but Robbie is definitively gone, so we have time to kind of do a retrospective of uh, that guy's uh, tenure with the galaxy.
1: Yeah. You know, we'll look at it with the uh, the glassiness and glassy-eyed version of, we're, we're going to miss him and, and hope for the best, and we'll get to that next week, and... and you know, check that out next Wednesday or whenever we put that out.
0: As long as he leaves him I have nothing but uh, well wishes for him. Yeah. <laughs> as, no, as long as he can't hurt the galaxy, I. We'll. Nothing, we'll.
1: Nothing but we'll, we'll get into that next week. Uh, we'll talk into more more depth into that next week.
0: Yeah, Okay, that's fair.
1: Uh so let's get into the let's get into the big news. You know, okay. this we're recording on this uh, on Tuesday of the week that may change galaxy history as we know it. Right.
0: Because. Uh, if the, I'm correct, Jurgen Cleansman's busted ass just got fired.
1: He just got fired, and the big boss man, the general manager, head coach, Bruce Serena, is ninety-nine percent sure taking over that job. Yeah,
0: he appears to be on the doorstep of returning to the national team. He has the uh, tip in
1: coach. the United <laughs> Sh-
0: <laughs> He's got he's got he's gone full, full shafted into Jurgen and uh, appears to have his tip. Right on the balloon knot of U.S. soccer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, um, I mean, I, I, how are you feeling about that, man?
0: So, so to begin with, um, we've decided uh, it's Tuesday night. Bruce has not officially joined the national team yet. Um. But we—it appears like it's going It could be announced as early as tomorrow. That's what a lot of the talk online has said. I mean, that's so we're, we're gonna. We're, we're hearing. We're gonna proceed with this episode as if it's official. He's gone, um, and because yeah. that's what obviously, we're... if if it turns out he's not, you can just ignore it and never listen to it again. But we're gonna do this big recap for Bruce and all he's meant for the galaxy and the team, as if uh, the news was official.
1: Because we're hearing from—I mean, every sports journalist in this country who covers soccer, yeah—is saying. Tomorrow it's going to happen, and it's going to be Grant Wall.
0: Grant Wall flat out said he's joined. Uh, he's back with U.S. Soccer as the yeah. head coach. Um, f- fuck Grant Wall, but he has said uh, uh, very definitively, and it's oh. someone who doesn't like to to talk to track back his his uh, statements. Update. Um, you, yeah. you
1: you mentioned Grant Wall. I have actually mm-hmm. purchased the book, uh, The Beckham Experiment. So I'm did gonna, you? Yes, I did.
0: Oh, this is awesome. So We're to gonna uh, do a book a, report, a, a
1: callback on a, an early episode of I have yeah. never read. The Beckham experiment. I'm gonna get on that soon.
0: Yeah, you're really gonna hate that guy at the end of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. It's all good.
0: But uh, so yeah, we're gonna proceed as if it's official, as if Bruce is gone, and um, move forward from there. That will be the theme of today of this week's episode.
1: Oh, a lot of changes. Oh, a lot of changes.
0: Yeah. Well, take it away, Mister Ed.
1: All right. So um, you know, let's let's talk about Bruce's best moments. What what are your favorite moments from Bruce?
0: Um. Well, I, I was thinking about it today while I was at work. And all my favorite Bruce moments don't really involve, uh, soccer. Don't really involve like playing. Uh-huh. Um, my absolute favorite is, uh, a group of Larsers. We went to a reserve game in 2008. Oh, Shortly yeah. after, uh, shortly after Bruce got hired. Oh, yeah. And one of our buddies, uh, we call him Wonderman or Adam, uh, he went to the game and he saw Bruce. He's a Galaxy fan, longtime Galaxy fan. Adam. This
1: is this is when Bruce just got hired by the Galaxy. Just,
0: just, just, just got, got hired. hired. Like a few days in the job, and Bruce shows up to uh the reserve game, the reserve league game, in a golf cart. And as soon as Adam sees him, he just starts tearing into him. He's like, "Fuck you! Get off my team! I don't want you ruining the Galaxy." Blah blah blah. You ruined and, the national team. You're gonna ruin yeah. my team. You ruined the national team, you ruined the Red Bulls, you're going to ruin the Galaxy. Oh,
1: yeah, I remember uh, that game. So,
0: security immediately goes to move uh, to get Adam out of uh, the reserve game. And Bruce Arena waves security off and goes, no, 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 no. You got something to say, you come over here, you say it in my face. And he he tells security to leave. This is when Bruce is becoming, you know, manager of, uh, of an MLS team and manager of the Galaxy. Security, you know, pretty much has to do what he says. So, he says, no, 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 you leave him. He goes, you come here. You got something to say. You talk, you say it to my face. So he calls him over and he very calmly like talk, you know, in, in Bruce's kind of cadence just talks Adam down,
1: but Adam, down. Adam is so animated. Yeah. <laughs> Arms are flying and his hand gestures and it's like, Bruce is just standing there. Just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Oh yeah. Cause you know more than me. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, it was Absolutely so good. Favorite moment. And uh, this was so back good. when we would—I mean, we would regularly go to reserve games. And that
1: was that was the same game that uh, Dex McCarty came to us.
0: Yeah, that was the game. Oh, so we were playing. Yeah, we would have been playing uh, FC, FC Dallas. Dallas yeah. yeah. Great moment. We the story berated. behind that is
1: that we were berating Dax yeah. McCarty when Dax McCarty was on FC Dallas playing for the reserve team.
0: Yeah, early.
1: And we were just going at the guy the whole game. And, and he, the guy uh, had so much like uh like a good heart to be like come over to he us took like it. yeah, took it and came over to us like, you know, that was awesome, you guys are cool, like I, I understand
0: like Thanks for coming to watch the game.
1: Com- yeah.
0: I've never I haven't booted that guy once since then. Since then. I will I've been, never have a bad word. I've scenario.
1: been Dax McCarty fan since that day.
0: Yeah. He's he's alright with me. I yeah. mean, fuck fucking when he was on DC, but he, he's alright with that.
1: That was like a half season, so it's okay.
0: Um that was my. I mean, do you have a moment you want to go to, or you want me to roll to my? Oh next
1: my one? god! Come on, the best moment I think is is Bruce, chugging champagne after MLS oh, yeah. Cup victory.
0: Oh yeah. Oh
1: my god! That's if that doesn't define like a Riot
0: Squad moment, I don't know what does. Yeah. 2014, 2014 MLS Cup, right? Yeah. Sitting next to Robbie, just knocking it back.
1: Just chugging it. Just oh yeah. fucking, he's. But it's his hair is still drenched from the 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 champagne shower in the locker room.
0: Oh, yeah. Celebration. The, you know, I mean, it's it's the thinning. Champagnes.
1: Yeah, the the thinning hair. So it's like kind of like super thin and just mm-hmm. like all wet from the champagne and just chugging it out of the fucking yeah. bottle. That's amazing. Not giving two fucks. Not caring at all.
0: Well, well, Bruce's thing has always been. I mean, it doesn't matter how large, you know, by how high of a margin we, we win a game. We could win a game six to nothing, six to one. Bruce is going to remember the one fuck up. Uh Bruce is, has always been the guy who doesn't smile until the job is done. Mm-hmm. You see him at, at every MLS Cup celebration and we've gotten to see a few. Um and that's when you see the biggest smile on the guy's face. He's hugging players, he's he's genuinely having a good time you know, Karen because is, the his actual grandchildren. job is done.
1: Yeah, having his grandchildren with him to the mm-hmm. It's all about know. the babies. Yeah, it's all about the babies, man.
0: Yeah, that is that was a phenomenal Bruce moment. A, yeah. a gif that will live forever. Oh, a meme God. that will live forever. Okay, um, hold
1: on. It's gif. What? It's GIF. It's gif.
0: It's GIF. It's GIF. If the guy who created it calls it GIF, but it's
1: if it's if it's graphics, it's a g- it's a GIF.
0: Graphics, fucking bitch ass head is what it is.
1: Okay, right. Okay, anyways. <laughs> but um, oh, that that brings me to my second. This these are these things. Um, my favorite Bruce moments are all the GIFs that come out after every single game. Oh yeah. Where he's just looking at the refs like, "Are you fucking serious?" After it's like, always.
0: It's weird being a fan and being animated and yelling and screaming and and you know throwing your hands in the air, or whatever, and then you see the guy on your in your organization, the head of your organization, and it's like he'll he'll raise his hands like, "Come on, guys, what are you doing?" That, or if- <laughs> that's the call you made. Like it's so calm and weird.
1: If you've seen like uh, away games and he's like cursing at the refs, call them fucking idiots and like that's a fucking yeah. stupid decision. I mean,
0: it's amazing. Yeah. That but was it's. it's oh you know, my God! It's great. Yeah. And I and I do love it. and it's a lot of we've gotten a lot of fodder out of it and uh, we've gotten a lot of material. Um. And it's it's you know I I will miss those moments. Yeah. Now that definitely. He's gone. Whoever ends up replacing him and and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Ugh. Um. I I hope they provide some of that uh uh some of those memorable moments that Bruce always did.
1: Yeah. Can I? Uh. The third thing I thought of when I when I thought of what am I going to miss from Bruce.
0: So I, I go one, you go three. Is this is that how this works? Yeah, just check?
1: you know what, I'm a little drunk because I've been drinking rum and sprite. So <laughs> you go
0: for it. You had a long weekend.
1: So the third thing I thought about
0: is him answering dumb journalist questions. Okay. So so my number three, my number three was every single interaction he's ever had with Adam. <laughs> Adam. That's literally my number three, uh, Bruce Arena moment.
1: Look, I was gonna go. I wasn't gonna go there, but. It's you just dis- Adam a-
0: Serrano in every episode of this show we have.
1: That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> he's a good guy. I met him. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's
0: a, yeah. He's not but
1: a it's not even him. It's just like when when someone asks him uh, just a softball question, mm-hmm. he just looks at him and calls him a fucking like just looks at him like that. You're an idiot. Look like the
0: stare. Well, the, the, there was one game where we ended we lost like four to one or something like that, and uh, Serrano goes, you know, do you think the goal they scored just before halftime uh, made it difficult for you guys? And Bruce looks at him. With this look of like, you stupid fuck! What's wrong with you? <laughs> He's, and he just goes, "Yeah, the one goal they scored before halftime uh, really, really unnerved us. We couldn't, we couldn't put together to stop the other three. Mm. That's the greatest. Qu- this is what you do. This is what you do for a living. I
1: just feel like All Bruce. Right. A lot of times, we're just, like if he got asked a question, he just started slow clap. Like,
0: oh really? yeah. I feel like if you could, if you could." See, uh, see into Bruce's inner mind when he gets asked a dumb question. I could just see him with a baseball bat shattering windows and glasses. He's just he's, like I can't believe I have to stand here and listen to this shit.
1: He's gonna negan like the the journalist oh, in his God. in his mind.
0: Uh, my number two. Now that we've we've already covered my number three, <laughs> uh, my number two was a was a personal one. Uh, we went to um, the Time Warner Cable Studios, and they had a open a town hall meeting with Bruce Arena. And uh, Bruce Arena, I think with Clint Mathis was there, and I got to ask a question. And I said, and I asked a question I thought many fans would have wanted to know. It's certainly something that had bothered me. Why the performances that we put in during the Open Cup? Uh, why not go for a trophy that you know you win seven games, straight ticket to the Champions League, easy? Um, you know why do we put out a list of people who are likely going to retire or? Ah, uh, we go one of the two ways. It's either people on the cusp of retirement, or you know, let's be honest, people on the cusp of uh, being a professional soccer player. Mm-hmm. We either play academy kids, or we play people who, eh, they're definitely they're almost definitely not going to play in two weeks or three weeks, what have you. Yeah. So I ask him. I go, Bruce, why, why the performances we do in the Open Cup? Why isn't that a trophy that you think is uh, is is uh, necessary for us to try to win? And I'm sure, knowing me, I didn't ask it in that tactful of a way. Uh, knowing me, I was like, why don't you give a, why don't you give a shit
1: about the open cup? What What the fuck?
0: God damn it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure knowing me, it was, it was way more smart ass. Yeah, I'm sure. This guy tore me to fucking pieces, tore me to pieces. He was like, which open cup are you talking about? And I was like, uh, you know, this year. And he goes, okay. So say, let's say it was 2010, whatever. Uh, and he goes, okay, 2010, the guy recalls off the top of his head the guy recalls the lineup he put out the score line that we lost by and the times of the goals like 3 years later and and he goes so who would you have played cuz next week we had this like fucking eviscerated me mm. i was like huh i would have i would have uh, i would i would have played whoever you played you you seem you seem like you know what to do you slowly, trust you.
1: you slowly just sat down in your seat like okay oh, oh no i just i just got up and walked out <laughs> <laughs> i was like <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I don't have to sit here for this. <laughs> how dare you? Who do you think you are?
1: Oh man, that's that's a that's awesome.
0: Easily my favorite Bruce Arena moment. Yeah.
1: Do you remember? Do you remember? Um, we were we were going for like a meeting with the mm-hmm. uh, front office,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Bruce Arena comes out.
0: Oh yeah. And he uh, comes this like, oh hey, how are you guys doing? And gives the <laughs> most. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, why? Why are you making this guy sound like a Michael Jackson impersonator?
1: Well, I mean, come on. I mean, if you, if you just wait for the end of the story. Okay. <clears throat> he gives the most limp handshake, like, I don't want to touch your hand. Yeah. You are the most diseased person I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Uh,
0: I, got, I got the feeling as soon as he left, he used hand sanitizer and was like, ugh, disgusting assholes.
1: Yeah, exactly. With their, with
0: their incorrect uh, opinions on the open cup.
1: Was that yeah, before was- or after the town hall meeting? Because maybe he remembered you.
0: Oh, that was definitely, Oh, that might have been the same year. How embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> How embarrassing for me. Oh, yeah, it might have been the same year.
1: Oh, I'm uh, going to miss him, dude, honestly. I'm going to miss that guy. Oh, I'm going to miss him.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so let's, uh, well, uh, he, I mean, he,
0: he, losing him as, as head coach points to an, an overall kind of narrative or, or an overall uh, theme That we've been talking about lately, mostly off mic and and in uh, the Riot Squad, we have a a chat group that we're all in where we talk uh, Galaxy soccer during the week. Um, And part of that narrative, our our friend Tracer has brought it up a lot, is the Galaxy appear to be losing this swagger, uh, appear to be losing this this, uh, aura, this attitude of, well, we know we're better than you. We've got better players than you. We've got a better coach than you. Uh, We've got a better stadium than you. And losing Bruce, at least if we're going to get someone inside of the league, it's tough to it's tough to say who we would need to get to maintain that mm-hmm. at a head coach level. Because now that we're losing Robbie Keane, who was, you know, lo- love him or hate him, was someone who carried this air of, well, I'm better than the rest of you. I know I can beat you. I can take you on one-on-one, and I'm going to find a way past you. Mm-hmm. Fucking period. Uh, losing Robbie and now losing Bruce, Gerard not so much. But I would say it's something we lost with Beckham. Uh, with Omar, we kind of had the the real young, up-and-coming defender. Um, with, you know, killer instinct Landon, before he got married again, uh, we kind of lost that, like, we'll give Landon the ball. It's going in. Don't worry about it. Um, it seems to me kind of like we're losing that swagger, and, and that's one of the things I, I am worried about with uh, the departing Bruce Arena.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, um, what do you think, like, going forward, are going to be, like, the... Uh... Like roadblocks or headaches.
0: Oh, um, depending on who comes in, I'm worried about kind of uh, wrangling those big name players. Yeah, if it's exactly. someone that's, like that's my feeling too. If it's someone like Gerard, like I, who is the coach that's gonna say that's gonna say and gonna know that the front office is gonna back him up? That's the main thing for me. Knows that Dan Beckerman um, knows that uh, Chris Klein. Knows that these upper-level upper management guys are going to back him up on saying, "Hey, Gerrard, you need to get your ass fucking back here from Liverpool." Mm-hmm. Period. Hey, Beckham, no, you're not going to AC Milan. No, you're not extending your loan. Well, no, we're not transferring you to AC Milan. You I will mean, bring your ass back here and you will play. That's Period. Kinda,
1: that's kind of never been the the this the situation though, right? Which one? I mean, they've kind of always been like the big the big names. Like, oh yeah, Beckham, you can go play for Milan, but you're going to have to be back here by you know February. XK. Yeah.
0: Well, but I, the part that that concerns me is more. So, it would be jumping ahead, but let's or let's not jump ahead. But let's say we have a new coach who doesn't get that support from the front office. Mm-hmm. That's more my issue. Yeah, is is wondering whether whichever coach comes in gets the support, um, you know, of your of your Chris Klein, of your Beckerman, what have you, to say, well, hey, I I need this guy back on this day. I need you to go make it happen. And have the front office back the head coach and not necessarily back the, the superstar $6 million a year player. Um, that's, that's the part that you know bothers me. It's, it's the thing that I'm thinking about very legitimately now. I figure with Bruce, they're going to take Bruce's side and they're going to push for Bruce Arena's initiative. Uh, I'm not sure that happens with whomever else comes in, especially if they're considered a lower level um, American coach.
1: Okay. Well, let's uh, let's go into it then. Let's let's see who would you like to replace Bruce?
0: Oh, um, I mean, it's safe to say Bruce Arena is irreplaceable. Yeah, I obviously think that's fair.
1: I mean, clearly, um, clearly the guy knows MLS like the back of his hand. All well, the, that's the part that's all concerning. all the ins and outs and all the you know intricate bullshit of MLS.
0: The part that's concerning is when you say, "Who do you replace Bruce with?" The question, obviously, is that head coach. Mm. But the real question is, who replaces Bruce at general manager? Yeah, Because that's the position I need the Bruce Arena mind. Um, I don't have an answer to that question. I, I flat out don't. Uh, I, I'm wondering if someone like Jovan Karofsky maybe moves into that position. He's been operating as technical director for the past few years. Um, as, as head coach, personally, I would love Burhalter. I thought he's done a, a, a fairly decent job in Columbus, mm. given the budget that they have. Um, But he seems like a real players coach, the kind of guy to get in the locker room with the players and say, hey, man, come on, get your shit together. Um, I mean, clearly maybe, as,
1: as a guy who's like not had any uh, coaching experience either, like just straight mm-hmm. up when it's coaching and, you know, I mean, kind of got it right from the beginning.
0: It seems he seemed to do a decent job. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't I mean, how did Hamberby do the, the first job he got the AEG controlled uh, Swedish team? I don't think they did that well. He got fired from them. But Columbus has worked out. You got Columbus to an MLS Cup again. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of had a pretty awful season, but, you know, Columbus has some pretty awful players. Um, I would like Greg Vanny. I thought I, I thought he's done a pretty good job at Toronto, and he's another kind of disciple of Bruce Arena. Um, Kurt, Kurt Anolfo is still the guy I think is going to get it. Yeah, me too. Um, I still think it's Kurt. I, I would still love Jason Christ, superstar. He wears ladies' panties, and he wears a bra. Um I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think we're getting him out of Orlando. Yeah, me neither. Um, You know, uh, Peter Vermees I would still love, but I don't necessarily think we're going to get him out of uh, Kansas. Mm.
1: Um,
0: And I don't – look, I I fully acknowledge every player on my list is an American. Um, I don't have much qualms or problems with that. Um, My my bigger issue with going out of the country is going Europe. Um, A lot of people have said we should get a Mexican coach. Don't necessarily have a problem with that. That's um, that's
1: my my on my show notes. I have uh, Miguel Herrera.
0: So I've heard that. I read that on Twitter countless times. How fucking stupid is that comment? How fun would that be, though? Right. It would be very fun if we could pry the coach who's coaching the team that's top of Liga MX right now. Yeah. Away from their team to come <laughs> coaching MLS. Yeah. I think for more than three seconds before you just shout out the first <laughs> Mexican coach name you can think about. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Like, I, I don't understand it. I get it. I get it. He would be very fun. He would be the exact opposite of Bruce Arena on a week-to-week basis. Mm. His, the team he manages right now is top of the Mexican division. Why? Why would he leave? Realistically.
1: I mean, if they give him enough money, man. I mean, that's... Yeah.
0: I and mean... look, don't get me wrong. I want Greg Vanny, who I've, I'm praying wins a MLS Cup this year, just to keep uh, uh, Seattle from winning it. Yep. And I understand Greg Vanny may very well end the season at the top of the league. Um but he also coaches for Toronto. So that seems infinitely more possible than getting uh, Miguel Herrera out of uh, uh, Tijuana. And I had that in my notes, too. He's the only non-American that's on my list.
1: Okay. So let's let's say if you can pry any MLS coach from their team, who would it be? Peter Vermes. Okay. Why? If
0: I'm taking, if I'm taking a coach, it would be Peter Vermes.
1: Okay.
0: Um, did you say why? Sorry. Yeah. Why? Um, I liked, I've enjoyed the job he's done with sporting. I thought, I think they played pretty fun soccer. They're interesting to watch. They're relatively successful. Um, they're always one of those teams that are kind of up there and, and perhaps if he had a bigger budget, he could do a little more, um, bigger stadium ground. Uh, he seems like the kind of guy to, to grab his players by the neck and say, Hey, what, what the fuck happened there? You know, not someone who's going to be a little, a little softer, um, I, f- I feel like he is a stern version of Caleb Porter mm-hmm. if that makes sense as far as like personality um I like Caleb Porter he just seems a little soft in comp- it seems fake it seems like he's playing grown-up coach um watch us end up signing Caleb Porter but yeah uh, <laughs> I mean because
1: because by all means it's like it's he doesn't have complete control of that team
0: Mm-mm. doesn't seem that way yeah but I mean in fairness. Look at the names I listed. Do you think any of those guys have complete control? No one had control like Bruce. No. I would say the closest person that had control like Bruce was Ziggy, and even Ziggy had a uh, Garth Lagerway over his head as GM making the decisions. Mm-hmm. So no one. That's that's where the question comes in. If you're replacing Bruce, the question is uh, put forward to you as who replaces him as head coach, but so much of it, uh, so much of the importance, should be placed on. Who replaces him at general manager? When we see who yeah, replaces him at general manager, it'll show you how much control the the head coach will have.
1: Yeah, because I mean that's kind of the 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 big the bigger question is, I mean you could get any coach in there and they can implement their tactical you know awareness or you know get the guys that they want to get, but the the GM is the guy who's going to go out and get these players and yeah, kind of uh, structure yeah make it happen structure the head team.
0: Co- head coach Bruce Arena didn't find a way to fit Nigel De in.
1: Yeah
0: head coach Bruce Arena did not find a way to fit Yella Dahmen. Head coach Bruce Arena didn't figure out how to get Sebastian Legette. Didn't figure out how to get Ashley Cole. Didn't figure out how to get Giovanni Dos Santos and Omar Gonzalez uh, and Robbie Keane uh, all on the same team. That that was And Steven Jarrett. That wasn't head coach Bruce Arena. That was general manager Bruce Arena. And that's what we've lost. And that's what's significantly more important.
1: Because that's going to be the hard thing to, to replace. The guy who can uh, find the you know, um, inner workings of MLS's rules. To, it's you safe know,
0: to say it's impossible.
1: I, you know, honestly.
0: I think that's safe to say, that yeah. it's impossible to replace what Bruce Arena meant to the Los Angeles Galaxy. With, with no hyperbole, he is your Sir Alex Ferguson to date.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe the day will come where we get someone greater. Um, the day, you know, who knows, Landon decides to step into coaching. But for today... Bruce Arena, beginning and end. That's it.
1: So to say, it, this is this is an era of an MLS Galaxy, you know, era.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How do you see like the the overall philosophy changing?
0: Um, that I mean, that comes down to it's tough to say to who we hire, right? That's kind without of, yes, it's really yeah. tough to say without the general manager mm-hmm. and without the head coach, and presumably with uh, you know, Klein's probably going to stay silent for a little while. Um, you know, Beckerman doesn't seem to say a fucking word. And At if all. you don't know who Dan Beckerman is, that's my point. You and uh, every,
1: you and every uh, other, uh, other Galaxy uh, fan yeah, don't is, know who that Dan Beckerman is. Exactly, Beckerman my is. point.
0: If you don't know who Dan Beckerman is, exactly. Um, he's not going to say a word. Uh, uh, you know, Bruce isn't Bruce as of probably tomorrow, it's not really his problem anymore. Um, I would hope that we continue the philosophy, and I assume we will continue the philosophy that we had been kind of implementing, which was, well, look, first off, one philosophy is changing, period. The bi- seemingly the big-name, super-aging, predominantly English, or at least EPL-driven players appears to be dying out. Um, I say that with the full understanding that we just lost one decrepit, uh, aging Premier League player, and we lost the greatest player. That's likely the greatest player that's ever played for the galaxy who also played for the, in the premier league. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, especially if it's someone like Kurt you're going to begin to see an increased transition of LA galaxy, two players into the first team. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to this show for was it was 12 episodes now, right? Yeah. Um, you've heard, we've called for Mendiola, um, you know, I, I'm extremely, I know both of us really are extremely excited to see Jack McBean come back next year. Jose Villarreal really needs to shit or get off the pot. Uh, uh, Dave Romney, Starris, uh Diop. I hope Oscar Sordo is still alive. I'm I'm really, I'm, I'm honestly not sure. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, I hope he's alive. I, I'm, Oscar, we're praying for you. Um, but seeing Kurt, who has worked in the system, has worked in the organization, and has worked with these guys in LA Galaxy 2... Hopefully, seeing them transition to a team that—I mean, why not have a team with three designated players and everyone else born and raised in Los Angeles? It's entirely possible. It's entirely possible.
1: I mean, isn't that isn't that uh, uh, a thing that Keen, uh Not Keen. Uh, uh, sorry, Klein has mm-hmm. kind of said like we want three DPS, and you know the rest of the team filled out with Southern California Local players. players. Yeah. Why
0: not? I mean look at the players that we get we we bring we seem to bring in players from around the league who are from the southern california area. Mm-hmm. Um there does seem to be a a focus on making the LA Galaxy a team of southern california. Um you know I'm for that. We we certainly have the talent here. Um it's just a matter of whether the front office is all in on that or if they're still kind of hesitant because I would have expected us to do that last year this last season. And instead we went out and got Ashley Cole and Nigel DeYoung and Yella Van Damme. And you know, it's we're making inroads to get there. Um, and we seem to have some of the personnel to do that. It's just a matter of them getting minutes. You know, seeding people like like Garcia and Mendiola for Gerrard and and Keen again in the playoffs for some reason. Um it leads me to think that that at least Bruce wasn't ready to trust those guys. Yeah. But with him leaving uh, maybe that, that old guard philosophy is, is going to change. Kurt knows these guys. Kurt knows the LA Galaxy 2 players. So I, I wouldn't at all be surprised to see them get uh, a little more time and a little more um, trust coming from uh, the head coach spot.
1: Yeah, I definitely see us becoming more of like a, a Dallas type where we just sign like mm-hmm. 7,000 uh, homegrown players.
0: Yeah. So I, I had a question that I, I didn't give you ahead of time. But do you feel... In the Bruce Arena era, so August 2008 until you know, let's wager a guess and say November 22nd, 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that was left unaccomplished, anything that he wasn't able to do.
1: I mean, you can definitely you might look back on. You can definitely say the the Champions League. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, for what it's looking back at it, you can kind of say that he never really fully invested in the Champions League.
0: I mean, it's it's still tough. It's it's still tough for an MLS team. Yeah, of course. And there's there's there is a lot in the way, but as much as they want to win, we never really seem to have a team built for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm hoping going forward in the in the upcoming years, and you know, with a player like Gio, that we're we're pushing, and that's the direction um, building a team that can win uh, the CCL. But Yeah, I would say the same thing. I know, you know, having spoken with Bruce and having spoken with some front office members, they were very, very, um, very big on winning the cocky calf champions league and we failed to do it. And we, in most cases, we failed to make much of a showing. Um, Bruce was in charge when we got knocked out by the Puerto Rico Islanders in the group stages. Um, You know, that's, that's on him. We, we kind of had the same lackluster performances in most tournaments and, you know, I I do think that's something he would have liked to have have won in this iteration of the tournament um, before he he stepped down, and that's that's just the way it goes. And I don't think I don't think he makes another MLS stint after the national team. But
1: yeah, I think he kind of calls it a, a day after the US.
0: Yeah. Uh, job. Oh d- yeah, yeah yeah yeah. And so that that sucked. I mean, I, I would have loved to win the Champions League. I'm sure, you know, he would have loved to have win one more cup, and yeah, definitely would have loved to have won. One cup with Gerard. I, I think that was a big selling point in kind of getting that guy, mm-hmm. um, and to, to go out the way he did, you know, another, at least for for our club, another early exit. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's that's nothing he was too pleased with, but uh-huh. it's just the way it goes sometimes, you know.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, you can't you can't expect to win the the cup every year.
0: <laughs> I do.
1: No, come on, man. You got to be realistic, dude. This is MLS. You, you're you're never going to win the cup. Four times in a row, three times in a row.
0: You sound like a fucking Revs fan.
1: Well, if I was Revs fan, <laughs> I would expect to win at least one.
0: I got some some quick uh, Bruce stats for you. You want to hear them?
1: Yeah, let's close out with some uh, some upbeat uh, Bruce stats.
0: Yeah, upbeat, upbeat arena stuff. Yeah. Um, in his and I'm sure these numbers are entirely incorrect, but uh, <laughs> All right. because I did them at work, so fuck well. Look,
1: him. our podcast is not known for uh, it's uh, statistical uh accuracy. correctness. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um. 123 wins, 69 losses, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 76 draws for uh, 268 total games. So uh, leaves obviously leaves the club in a better position than he left it. Uh, leaves the club in a better position than he found it. Um, with uh, 123 wins, that ain't that ain't bad by a stretch, man. No, not not bad at all. Um, let's see, best season uh, as far as win totals would have been uh 2011? Yep. Right. 2008 yep. 9. No, 2010. Uh 2010. That that season that ended uh in the Western Conference Final against Dallas.
1: Really?
0: 19-5 and 10 record. Yeah. Most wins. Okay. Still still 10 draws. We just can't stop drawing.
1: Yeah, no. Um
0: <laughs> motherfuckers. Uh took over on August 18th, 2008. Uh didn't record our first win until September 20th. Want to take a guess at who that was against?
1: Uh, I want to say Chivas USA. It's,
0: no, it's very ironic given that it was Bruce Arena.
1: Oh, oh, um New York Red Bulls?
0: DC United.
1: Oh, okay. All
0: right. Five to two. Um his, that was his first win. Uh oh, no, his no. assistant All his right. assistant coach, much to my happiness, uh, was my boy, my my spirit animal, my Patronus, Kobe Jones. Uh where he took over for Kobe after Kobe won, uh, has a, a perfect <laughs> yeah. record as a head coach. Yeah. His one, coached one win. Game, yeah. Coach one game, one against Chivas USA in the Honda Super Classico, where Kobe took home a cheap plastic trophy that the galaxy eventually threw away. Yeah. Um, because we have too many trophies. Uh, but yeah, that, that was, if you're looking at it straight out on paper, that's the history of Bruce arena. Um, Hell of a hell of a of a champion, two supporter shields, three MLS cups. Uh, fuck, I mean, what do you say?
1: I mean, it's it's going to be a long time before anyone tops those records, and before anyone and, and kinda imagine, kinda gets on top of his 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 record as as the greatest galaxy coach ever.
0: And if we get to where we want to go, as an organization, as a club, someone has to come in and stuff Bruce Arena's records. Yeah. And you have to believe it will happen. It may not be Anolfo. It may not be Burhalter, It may not be Vanny. It may not be whomever eventually takes over. But as a Galaxy fan, you have to accept and you have to look forward to the person who eventually comes in and makes you look back at Bruce Arena's records and goes, wow, that's the best we could do. And I have to believe it's going to happen. I don't know when. I, I hope it happens in my lifetime.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but it has Ho- to happen.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully sooner than later.
0: Yeah. Also, by the the idea that Ziggy Schmid would come back to the galaxy is fucking stupid. And oh, people uh, need shut to stop the, saying Yeah,
1: please stop. Just stop. It's
0: over. It's it's dead, Ziggy. You're done. Yeah. You're done, son.
1: He's he's not at our level anymore. He's at like a, a New Year, New England revolution level.
0: Ouch. <laughs> you put him at fucking Steve Nichols level. <laughs> hey. I got I got one last quote from Bruce I want to go out on. No, ring, was, no uh, rings. No rings, bitch. No zero. Uh, it was in reference to the uh, 2002 um, two thousand and two uh, U.S. Men's National Team World Cup run. And I, I, I read it today and I thought it was very fitting, uh, both for the national team, with Bruce heading back, and uh, with the LA Galaxy and, and where we've come since uh, uh, you know, the early days of MLS and certainly since Bruce Arena signed on. And it was this very simple quote for, where all Bruce had to say was, we've come a long way from 1998. And he's goddamn right. And I will never stop thanking him for it. So thank you, Bruce. I love you. I wish you the absolute best where you're going. And if you were going to leave the galaxy and coach anywhere else, I couldn't be happier than with the U.S. Men's National Team. Yeah, honestly, seriously. Hope to see you again soon.
1: Yeah. Well, on that note, um, I think we're done, right?
0: I'm good. I'm all. I'm all out of the the 15 notes I wrote down.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, you can find us on Twitter at la ride squad. Or oh, sorry. Twitter.com slash RiotSquadCast. You, uh, you can find us on Facebook. Please go and uh, like us and share us on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash squadcast. Mm-hmm. You can always send us an email at RiotSquadCast at gmail.com. You can find my personal Twitter at EdTheZombie.
0: You can find my personal Twitter at zero cool 138
1: And please uh, go to iTunes, rate and review us. Please give mm-hmm. us five stars. Uh, don't be dicks and like give us a star and say, oh, great show.
0: Yeah, if you if you if you do any of that, we're gonna yell at you like uh like Wonderman yelled at Bruce. Yeah, you ru- <laughs> you ruined our ratings and reviews with all your championships. Ah, uh,
1: and we'll shake our fists at you virtually. Yeah,
0: oh, white privilege. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, <laughs> I'll talk to you next week, man. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. Well, I'm probably sooner than that, but we'll figure it out.
1: No, we still don-
0: got that keen show to do.
1: I only talk to you when uh, when it's necessary.
0: It's always necessary.
1: <laughs> all right, buddy. I'll talk to you next week, man.
0: Be well, Chief. Peace. All
1: right, bye. Now it's time for so long But we'll sing just one more song Thanks for doing
0: your part